and we are back. Barely. <laughs> it was right side radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. What have I got, Boomer? Like 30 seconds? I mean, I, I literally kept that, that conversation yeah, going. Yeah, we, we have about... Uh, okay, <laughs> so I, I got it to where we have... 59 seconds. <laughs> whoop, whoop. So, okay. um, but no, I'll tell you what, though, that interview was that was spot on. That was exactly what I expected from Cliff Sims. And, and folks, that's the kind of stuff you're going to get on Right Side Radio. I mean, that's the former Trump communications advisor, the head of White House, me- White House messaging strategy, and then later the deputy director of national intelligence uh, on and talking about his perceptions of the China balloon fiasco. And um, and so we're gonna we're gonna continue to aim to try and get you the best quality interviews and people and guests and callers and and then at the same time we got all of y'all and we got we got stuff that comes out of this audience sometimes that just blows my socks off and I feel like some of y'all should host this show, but um, but yeah, Boomer, that was a good and you guys oh, that was the- that was incredible and we have we have already three or four callers holding on maybe maybe five I, I still gotta answer these phones and then the text thread is blowing up i mean what an incredible interview and incredible you know incredible man what you yeah, know, so it's, yeah. Cliff, cliff, thank you cliff that cliff, was awesome cliff's a good dude um i got uh, chris from gadsden texted in says the chinese weather balloon should be the name of a band yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a punk band we call ourselves punk chinese weather band. balloon um uh, and then uh what do we got here bill from huntsville uh here comes a German spy balloon in the shape of a giant beer st- beer uh, <laughs> beer stein. Uh, okay, what a great audience. Uh, Danny from Decatur. As an Air Force veteran, I was embarrassed to watch the press conference where the Air Force general read the DOD statement. It seemed like, oh, well. Anyway, I agree. I totally agree. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all of North Alabama. I'm talking about this show goes way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi, all thrown in just for good measure. Hey, before I go to the phones real quick, and I got some folks that are holding, so I want to get to them, but I got to tell you, ZLA Solutions has been sponsoring this show since the moment we started over a year and a half ago, and ZLA Solutions is doing an epic good job at getting people and jobs lined up. So if you are an employer looking to fill out the ranks of your workforce, just listen. They can help you with a lot of stuff, warehousing, logistics, you know, other kinds of business solutions. But staffing is their gig, man. That's their bread and butter. And ZLA Solutions is doing crazy good work right now at getting those two things lined up, people and jobs. They can do the recruiting, the background checks, the drug testing if necessary. Blue collar, white collar, no collar, it don't matter. ZLA Solutions. Here's their website. Go find it. It's ZLAUSA. Dot com. I'm, I'm telling you, they've had the best year they've ever had. ZLA Solutions at ZLAUSA.com. And then do me the favor of telling them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. 
All right, let me jump on the phones because I got four callers holding on and probably more coming in. Uh, line one, Alan from Hartzell. Alan, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great, Phil. Finally, finally. Fine. These balloons, this balloon that came across, yeah. people thought I was crazy when I said, this started back in the 40s with Japan. Oh, yeah. With firebombs. Yeah, it did. And nobody said, oh, no, it didn't happen, didn't happen. Well, now, Phil, I've got another little footnote. All these coal-fired plants that China's supposed to be building, when they spent a hundred or purchased a hundred million tons of coal from Russia, and all these, oh, no, it's, it's not well, that small, don't come back. The Pacific winds, are, they're finally seeing that the Pacific winds that I've been saying for years has happened. All of that stuff is coming right around there. So all these global warming people that keep saying, oh, no, it don't get it, it, it just affects us. We're the ones that's doing it. It's not happening. We're not doing it. Right. So, now, why in the world? Maybe one of these days people are going to stop and look and do a little reading besides listening to some of this liberal crap all the time. And they'll understand what's going on. Well, if they get on the right side radio and listen to Alan call in, they'd know, wouldn't they? Well, I've been trying that for years, and people say, oh, man, that didn't happen back in the 40s. They wasn't smart enough. <laughs> well, well no. they were still finding those un unexploded balloons. You're right. In, in, in 2014 in Canada. Killed a whole family in fire. Oregon. Yeah. That, uh, they found them. The reason that that whole idea was if you set enough fires in the West Coast and in Western Canada, it would draw people away from the military service in during World War II. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that didn't happen. Well, now now people are finally seeing it happens. Alan, hey, Alan, thanks for the call, man. I got four other people hanging on the line. Let me grab them, too. I appreciate you, man. You have a great day. I'll go to line two, somebody who just calls himself the truth, apparently. Truth from Huntsville. What you doing, man? Phil, man, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I done been telling people this. You want to know why them that old stinking Chinese balloon was flying over America? Because the Chinese own all of our American politicians. Let me let me hit you with a little bit of truth, all right? If we were to go to war with China today, where do you think Nancy Pelosi would run to? Where do you think Joe Biden would run to? Where do you think Mitch McConnell would run to? The reason they let this happen is because they're so controlled by the Chinese that that's what the Chinese told them was going to happen. And if you want to listen to the Chinese and, and the idiots that we got that believes that this thing was a civilian anything in China. China ain't got nothing controlled by the civilian sector. You know that as well as I do. So, so you're let me, so, let me make sure I'm clear here, uh, Truth Man. So you're 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 saying that you believe that Nancy Pelosi would have abdicated or would have defected to China if things had gotten bad. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm I'm saying if we ever go to war with China. And that old bat's still alive. She will defect to China. <laughs> she probably has a house there. And if you really want to think about it, because I mean, you look at look at the money. Why, why do we why why, is, why do we cover so much stuff that, and let China do stuff we would let no other country do? We're not scared of them. We got a we got an intercontinental ballistic missile, which should probably rename Egg Roll, just so we can send it over there and drop it on them. Oh, all right. Truth, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you hanging on. I got three others I got to get to. Uh, you have a good day, bud. Uh, line three, Barry from Huntsville. Barry, what do you got? Hey, uh, just a little bit of uh, history here. You know, Biden ordered the shoot down last Wednesday. 
And they did that after he uh, was told what the Chinese writing on that balloon was. <laughs> what was that? Did you hear that? What, what did you hear? It said, well, it, when you translate it into the English, it says, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but, but seriously, though, Phil, I have no idea why our military was unwilling to shoot the balloon down over Montana where they might have got a buffalo or something when the thing came down. But why in the God's name use an AIM-9 on it when it when that F-22 has a beautiful Vulcan cannon on it yeah. that could have perforated the hell out of that balloon and let it kind of have a gentle fall down to earth and we would be able to recover everything. I totally agree. I mean, I cannot help but wonder myself, Barry. Hey, listen, man, great call. Well, Thank you so much. About that. I, I, I got to run to the next line, Barry. Right. You have a great one. Let me go to Jerry from Decatur. Jerry, how you doing? Hey, doing fine, Phil. Phil, how you doing? Jason? I'm good, sir. I'm good. What's on your mind? Great interview. Great interview, Mr. Sims. I was, uh, you know, we're talking about uh, uh, Biden and uh, and all this that's related to his strength and uh, and and how weak he is. It's always been portrayed as weakness. Weakness, and uh, I remember during a—I think I saw it in the news, or maybe even saw uh, the speech that he was making. He made a comment about the Chinese. He said, "They're not bad people, folks." Yeah. I like to—I come out of my recliner. I said, "You stupid idiot! They're communists. They ain't bad. They—they they are not good people. They are not somebody you want to deal with. And you got to show strength to them and, and stand tall toward them. Stand up to them." You know, and, and, and their uh, their culture only recognizes strength too. Their culture does not recognize passivity. It doesn't. It, it sees that as it sees that as pure weakness. It does not see that as absolutely. an accommodation. It sees that as weakness. Yes, sir. And uh, you know, and I, I, I kind of Lucy, quite, quite. I, I kind of link him to organized crime. His family is involved in that, and there he shows favoritism toward the Chinese consistently. And uh, he doesn't want no trouble with them, and he's in, and he's for sale. And uh, and I'm just appalled that the American people elected this guy to be the president of the United States. Well, I think uh, I think there's there's folks around the world that are starting to question. But uh, Jerry, I got one more caller I got to get to for the break, man. You have a great well, day. Thanks well, for the call. I hope he don't ever become a POW. Well, oh my gosh. I hope they don't. Become, he'll sell out. Thanks, Jerry. And, Appreciate uh, you. So, yes, sir. Uh, line five is that Jeff Mindiana on line five? Jeff, how you doing, bud? <laughs> Going through Nashville at a slow pace. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're on the northbound. You're on the northbound side of the trip, though, right? Oh yeah, thank goodness. But uh, you know, we're going to have to accept the fact that Joe Biden is the Manchurian candidate. Oh, he's oh. really. I mean, he really is. He he was compromised before he ran for 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 president, and, and he, they have those receipts on him and everything. So basically. The Chinese are controlling. Can you imagine anybody who would, you know, let this balloon into airspace and then not shoot it down and let it complete its mission and then destroy the evidence, basically? No, in fact, that's that's been the boggling thing from my in my mind is 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 how they think that we can sit idly by and go, oh, it was okay, this was a good plan. There was no plan, and if there was a plan at all, it was to make it more difficult to recover. And if there was a plan at all, it was to just try and pretend it's not happening for a period of time. It's been it's been nuts. I mean, NORAD should have known when this thing even left the ground. I mean, 
you know, been tracking it and everything. I mean, come on, they they track Santa Claus, so they can track a balloon, you know. <laughs> so, well, you know, that's so, a uh, that's a question though, Jeff, that I've I have been sort of asking in my own mind. I don't have an expert to turn to on this. I'm wondering though, if this was something that was designed to test our our early warning systems because a slow moving, high flying, almost inanimate object puts out a different signature, would it have just slipped through without being seen? And I, I'd like somebody to tell me whether this was visible or if it had to be seen by the naked eye first and then confirmed? Well, uh, satellites, I mean, this thing is not little. I mean, satellites no. alone would have picked this thing up, you know, didn't have to have radar to pick it up. No, I but mean, this but, thing's huge. But what kind of signature <laughs> does it put out on our early warning systems? I mean, does it is it the same as the heat signature off of a missile or of a of a jet, or did it fly the same way? It doesn't have a transponder on it, I guess. So I'm wondering if maybe it was virtually invisible and just appeared like a cloud. You know what I'm saying? Well, it, it might have and everything, but I mean, if it's on a cloudless day, it was visible to the naked eye with the sun beating down on it, just like like everybody said, it looked like a little moon sitting up there. So, yeah. you know, it, it was pretty obvious, you know to the naked eye uh, yeah. what was going on there. You know, you, something was up there, and all you had to do was have a telescope to find out what it was. Well, and that's what that's what uh, broke the story was local news finding out, and then they had to wind up shutting down uh, air traffic in and around Billings, Montana, I think it was, and next thing you know, local news would break a story about this thing flying over, and that's when the story got real. Right now, if you're in Taiwan, you got to be sweating bullets because, mm. I mean, they just watched the American president let a Chinese balloon float over the length of the United States and then destroyed the evidence. Do you think they're going to go to war against China or even help out? I mean, I mean, Joe Biden is, there's no doubt in my mind that Joe Biden's compromised. I mean, they got the receipts. Uh, they've given millions and millions of dollars and everything. They don't give that much money up and not have a, you know, a little bit of payback to, to, to look forward to. And, and I guarantee, you know, with all, all the Chinese infiltration in, in Washington, it's hard telling how many, like the other guy said, it's going to tell how many people's on the hook on this thing. Well, uh, time will tell, but all I know is 2024 is coming, and I can't wait for the election cycle. Jeff, got to go, brother. Got to, got to, you, you be safe on the road, and we'll talk to you next time. Have a good one, Phil. You too, bud. Oh, wow. I mean, the callers have just grabbed hold of this one, and I'll tell you one, I got, I got, a, I got several texts before I even uh, head out. Uh, I mean, we, we've got uh, Mark from Owens Crossroads, for instance, says, uh, unlike corn pop, China's real. Um, all right, Boomer, take us to a break, man. We'll do that. We'll come right back and wrap up for the day. What a great show. What a full show. This is, this is, uh, did I even, I didn't even really finish this dipper. It just kind of took over on its own, man. It did. I didn't do dipper number two either, did I? <laughs> you did dipper number two, just, just I did, a the numbers, that's right. Yeah. Okay, all right, <laughs> Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. I'll figure myself out. We'll be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is go-home time on a beautiful day. Boomer, it's like we have more daylight. Have you noticed that? Yes, I'm have loving it. Have the days it. gotten longer? I think so. I just... I, I like it. I just looked outside and realized it's not dark. It's not dark. 
I may be able to go home and sit on the back deck with Charlene for a few minutes. For oh, uh, see, the weather's perfect. I'm just saying, and it feels so good outside. Uh, anyway, hey, listen, it is go home right, and, and tomorrow morning. It's going to be coming back in time. All right, so you're coming back in. Some of y'all are like the biscuit drive-through people, or maybe you get your senior coffee or something at the local drive-through. And, and let me just suggest something to you. There's a time and a place for that. There's also a time and a place to give yourself a little bit of something extra. And I'm going to say Just Love Coffee Cafe is maybe where you want to start. So tomorrow morning on your way into work, let me just let me just opine for a moment that one of the best things you could do for breakfast on the go is to pull into Just Love Coffee Cafe and take yourself an extra minute. Get yourself a womlet. That's a big old giant omelet with everything in the world in it, including tater tots. And it's cooked in a waffle iron, hence the womlet. You've got uh, any number of different kinds of waffles, including the berry, berry, berry waffles. I love those. And then they've got uh, eggs. They've got biscuits. They've got fruit. they got all the stuff, man. On top of that, it's Just Love Coffee Cafe. So the coffee you will not get anywhere else, the award-winning dry roast that can grind the beans fresh, make you light, medium, or dark roast coffee, or what Charlene calls the treat coffees, the cappuccinos, the espressos, the lattes. If you're one of those remote workers, you can even stay there for a while if you want to. They've got tables and desks set up where you can actually work, eat, use their Wi-Fi, hang out. Just Love Coffee Cafe. Two locations in our listening area. One on Hughes Road out in Madison going towards City Hall. The other on South Parkway in Huntsville. So that's it. Hughes Road in Madison, South Parkway in Huntsville. Tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. I would appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. Uh, listen, we got uh, we got just totally just the, the whole I – got, I got a stack we, of stuff I can't even touch. Oh, yeah. The, you don't have time. No, but, there's no way. I mean, everybody wanted to call in and talk about it or text in about this balloon, and then we, Cliff was awesome. You know, I mean, you know why, though? You know why this topic is – I mean, because people care. People care about it. Absolutely. I don't want a balloon flying over my house from China. No. I mean, for the, for the love. I mean, this is, this is one of those things where even if it's a benign thing, who does this? That, that's one of the points that I think is, is not being fully developed here. Who does oh. it? Who sends over a large 200-foot-tall balloon right. that, by the way, is carrying some type of electronic payload and doesn't call ahead and say, don't worry, fellas, here's what it is? Yeah, and didn't they, den- they didn't deny, but they said, oh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's Nothing okay. To see here. Nothing a, to see here. Nothing to see here. It's a civilian balloon. Why do you care? Uh, because uh, you're flying it over our territory, exactly. you jackwagons. Ah. So, so there's that. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, by the way, did a horrible job. Story just uh, came up on Fox News in the last, oh, Shocker. about the last 15 minutes. <laughs> the last 15 minutes. Headline, Fox News, White House Press Secretary fumbles the question on another Chinese surveillance flight during the Biden administration. So she was flat out asked, have there been others during the Biden administration? At which point her answer was, where'd it go? Um, she did not answer the question directly, saying, Chinese surveillance balloons have been around for some time. We even briefed Congress on this past August. What? So we don't have anything more to share. That's your, that's your answer? Wow. Uh, well, Chinese balloons have been around for a long time. and um, so Will he bring up this subject tomorrow night? How does he not? Right. You but, know, I mean, it is I mean, it is Biden. I, don't, I mean, I'm just saying, would, will he or will the people that's writing his speech bring it up? His advisors have got to be telling him that he's in the midst of political suicide if he doesn't. Because if he ignores it and pretends it didn't happen, there's going to be outrage and people in his own party are going to be disappointed. Mm. Uh, because they, what they want to hear is a strong response. If there's an opportunity to, re, to save face in the eyes of the world, it's going to come tomorrow night. Because what's done is done. He can't go undo it. Now he has to put a spin on it. If he chooses not to put a spin on it, that alone is a spin.
Mm. Um, so he, he's, he's got to get a message together, and he's got to get it out there. Republicans, in the meanwhile, are going to be talking, and I agree with Cliff Sims. I mean, the message is going to be weakness, weakness at the border, weakness in the economy, weakness in the ability to make decisions, weakness in Afghanistan, weakness with balloons, uh, spy balloons. And then, so what do you do? You have to counter message. But here's, here's the thing, though, Boom. When, when there's an old saying is that when you're responding to what the other guy says, in essence, you're dancing to his tune. And mm. so Biden has no choice now. It's, it's too much. He's going to have to respond. And even that, though, is rough because at that point, he's dancing to the other guy's tune. Wow. Um, yeah. He, he's boxed himself in. By not making a decision when he could have, he's boxed himself in. And, and you know, to me, I, I've said it before. It's a clear indication that he has never led anything in his whole life. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he's been in office for 40 years, but he had the luxury of what I have often called on this show rhetoric without responsibility. He, as a senator, he had 40 years of being able to make a speech and walk away from the microphone and not own it. Hands off after that. That's right. I, I said my piece. I, I made a, I made a soundbite hmm. and then didn't have to own anything because he was a senator. Now he's the executive, and we're finding out very quickly how little leadership um, training he has ever had. Um, Charlene just texted in a minute ago and she said, she said, I agree with Jeff totally. He's compromised. Yeah. That's my lovely wife. She gets it. She gets it. She gets it. Um, and so right. do a lot of the listeners. And I so mean, do a lot of I mean the not listeners. just the I mean, everyone. That's why he's going to have to uh, say it, something. And we've got uh, Ronald from Rogerville just texted in and said that um, one source, and I'm not sure which one that is, it says CF is reporting a third balloon has likely been discovered. No locations yet. Um, and I've also heard, by the way, that another balloon uh, has been flying over South America. So who knows? Um, JT from Lacey Springs says if this had been a North Korean balloon, it would have never made it to the left coast without being taken down. By the way, another failed three dipper day. <laughs> I got all three dippers. I got all three dippers. We just didn't talk about the notes. On I just this couldn't last rattle dipper. my paper because I had callers and I had an interview. JT, it's a good day. JT, it was a good day. I, I take I take umbrage, umbrage with that one. All right, you guys. Well, I don't take umbrage with this show because it was a good one. And we'll be back here tomorrow at 2. You guys have an amazing night. I got an interview tomorrow that's scheduled that should come together and make for a good one. Y'all stay tuned. We'll see you then.